Welcome to the Feminine Podcast. This is Nancy Wilson, and thanks so much for joining me today. The topic today is humility. And I realize a few minutes is never enough time to really develop a topic like this, but let's do a flyby anyway. It's always good to start with some Bible. Colossians 3.12 Put on, therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercies, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering. Humbleness of mind means that we don't think more highly of ourselves than we ought. We put others first, and we consider them before ourselves. Now, this makes no sense to the unbeliever, and apart from Christ, this is impossible, just like all the fruit of the Spirit. It is fruit that the Spirit gives to those who have been regenerated in Christ. It is not something we can crank out on our own. It is totally by grace. But notice that humbleness of mind. It means we are to set our mind on humility, and you know, our feelings will follow. It's not the other way around. Notice the company that humbleness of mind keeps. Bowels of mercies, kindness, meekness, and long-suffering. Humbleness of mind is never alone. It's not an isolated grace. Romans 12.10 says, Be kindly affectioned one to another with brotherly love, in honor preferring one another. Okay, that's what humbleness of mind is. It's brotherly love and kindly affection that comes with humbleness of mind, which is displayed here as in honor, preferring one another. And this is grace again. So mothers, put on humbleness of mind toward your children, your husband. In honor, give them preference. Then move outward. Daughters, put on humbleness of mind to your parents first. Then move outward to your siblings, your classmates or roommates and teachers. James 4, 6 says, but he giveth more grace. Wherefore he saith, God resisteth the proud, but gives grace unto the humble. I want to get grace. I don't want God to resist me. And I'm sure you agree. So not only will he enable us to be humble, but if we have put on humbleness of mind, he gives us more grace. A day without grace would be doomsday. We all need saving grace, cleansing grace, sustaining grace, and more grace. God resists the proud. All those who wave the flag of pride, God will resist. And that is a fearful thing. So to whom are we to be humble? In a similar passage, Peter says that we are to put ourselves under those who are our elders. 1 Peter 5, 5-7 Likewise, ye younger, submit yourselves unto the elder. Yea, all of you be subject one to another and be clothed with humility. For God resisteth the proud and giveth grace to the humble. There it is again. God resists the proud is a theme. But to the humble, he gives grace. So consider, is anyone older than you? Who's your elder? He's not talking about church elders here as an office. He's talking about older people. Peter says, submit to them. Put them first. But to everyone else your own age or younger, we're to be subject to them as well. So this means we consider them as more important than ourselves. We put their needs ahead of our own. This is a big job. This is not something the proud can do. But if we humble ourselves before the Lord first, he enables us to put on humbleness of mind. So remember to keep that order straight. Now, this does not mean being wishy-washy. 
or following the crowd or obeying what anyone or everyone says. Of course not. Humbleness of mind means we do not harbor resentments. We're not envious or competitive for attention. But it does mean putting aside our own plans, our own desires for those we love in Christ, going out of our way to encourage, bless, and honor others. Humility is a grace that we choose to put on. 1 Peter 5, 6, and 7, Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he might exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. Our humility, our humbleness of mind, begins by choosing to be humble under God's mighty hand. We submit to God first. We acknowledge his sovereign power and his authority over us. And the wonderful thing is, we do this by giving him all our cares, all of them. And he takes them willingly because he cares for us. What a wonderful promise. Luke 14, 11 says, For whosoever exalted himself shall be abased, and he that humbleth himself shall be exalted. In all these scriptures, let me tell you, humility wins, not pride. If we are arrogant and proud, hasty and bossy, we are not humbling ourselves under God's mighty hand. If we are competitive for attention, trying to push ourselves to the front of the line, we're not putting on humbleness of mind. And remember, God resists the proud. But with humbleness of mind, we can cast, throw, pitch all of our cares and worries on him, knowing that he takes them up for us. And let's be honest, we can have some pretty significant cares. Start with the big ones and work your way through. God loves a humble mind. So look for opportunities to have a humble mind and pray that your feelings will follow after so that it is a blessing to put others first. It is a mercy that, and you reap the benefit of putting on humbleness of mind. Thanks so much for joining me today. I hope you have a blessed week. Before I go, I want to let you know about my page on Canon Plus. That's where you can find all my audiobooks, audio series, conference talks, and more. Go to mycanonplus.com or click the link in the show notes and have a look around.